There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome back to r slash petty revenge. Guys, my favorite revenge subreddit. Because tales of revenge plus some laughter is always a good time. My chair is squeaking right now. <laughs> Guys, in this episode, there's going to be six petty revenge tales. You'll hear about annoying people at the movie theaters. Teachers embarrassing students. How OP gets a teacher suspended. A nightmare roommate who happens to be your mother-in-law, <laughs> which is friggin' horrible. And a feud between two neighbors. Oh, and we'll finish up with some good old sibling revenge. I hope you stay for these wonderful tales today and hit that subscribe button. For future stories. Let's dive in. This first story is titled, This girl in the theater had her feet up on the back of my friend's chair. I was out to a movie with my friends last night. We come and sit down, and I realize pretty soon that the girl in the row behind us has her feet up on my friend David's seat. She's there with one of her friends, so David turns around and says something like, Uh, do you think you could put your feet down? And I think they say something in response, but I didn't hear it. And the feet didn't go down. A few minutes later, David says, Hey, will you get your feet off my chair? It's extremely rude. And they still don't budge. So I tell David that he should go find an employee and get them to talk to this girl. He does exactly that. And after a couple of minutes, an employee comes in and talks to the girl. She's obviously pretty peeved, but begrudgingly agrees to put her feet down. After the employee leaves, she puts her feet right back up. So at this point, I'm pretty pissed off. Why is it so important to you to have your feet up on someone's chair? You're just being a brat. So I get up out of my seat, walk up two rows, sit down in the seat directly behind this girl, and stick my foot on the back of her chair and push it forward. They both turn around to try to say something to me, but I can't really hear them since the movie started by this point. So I just say, just watch the movie. I kept my feet up there for the entire movie. It felt like I had done wall sits for two hours, but I'm glad I did it. That's a pretty good move, OP. So the ultimate power move would have been to turn around, pulling off both of her shoes, and tossing it across the theater. This story is titled, I Fed the Bitch dog treats. Buckle up kiddos, this is a long and exciting ride. The year was 2006. I was a young dumb girl that had gone and gotten myself married to someone completely wrong for me. He refused to work and as a result of financial difficulties of both of us being in school and only me working, we found us living with his mom. And let me tell you, that's every newlywed's dream. Having a mother-in-law as a roommate over the course of us living with her, anytime I would buy myself food or treats, my mother-in-law would eat it. It didn't matter where it was or where I hid it, she was a bloodhound for sniffing out things that I bought just for me. The final straw was one night I had gone out to dinner at the Cheesecake Factory. I had taken my slice to go and put it in the fridge. 
I was gonna have it after work the next day, and next day at work was absolute crap. And the only thing getting me through my shift was that slice of cheesecake that I know is in the fridge. So I go home and pop the lid off the container, and it doesn't look right. There are fork marks all around the outside perimeter of my cheesecake. Like she could just sneak some off all around, and I wouldn't notice. I was pissed. I went and handed it to her and told her that she may as well have eaten the rest of it. Fast forward a few days, and I'm at the pet store picking up some dog food. I'm standing in line waiting to check out, and they have these little boxes of dog treats that look exactly like the little red boxes of animal crackers you can buy for little kids. Now it clearly says on the front, "Circus Animals for Dogs." About this time, I've got the little devil sitting on my shoulder, whispering in my ear, "Do it!" And then the little angel pops up on my other shoulder and screams, "You have to do it!" So they magically end up with the stuff I'm buying. I drive home and leave everything in a bag altogether on the kitchen counter. Several hours later, she comes into our room and says. Hey, I think there was something wrong with those animal crackers. They were the most awful ones I've ever eaten. I had to eat a whole thing of frosting with them just to finish them. All I said was, "Huh," and shrugged my shoulders. <laughs> I would have looked at her straight in the face and said, "Animal crackers? What animal crackers? Oh, you mean that bag of dog treats that I picked up for my friend and left on the counter? If I had a cookie that tasted like crap." I wouldn't go find frosting and then eat the rest of the cookies. Oh my goodness! This story is titled "Teacher Wouldn't Let Me Use the Restroom." I got her suspended. The title explains it. To preface, I have Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. This qualifies me as disabled. And so, starting when I first got sick in high school, I was required accommodations by state law. Being disabled was hard and pretty complicated. Since after being diagnosed with IBD, I started getting various other health issues, ranging from kidney issues to neurological issues to fibromyalgia. My school was very reasonable, and even after missing three months when I was first diagnosed, I still got all of my credits. The following year, I was doing all right. Then the second semester, one of my teachers left, and the new one was a complete monster. She refused to teach with a textbook and used Wikipedia instead. She wouldn't give us any tests or practice for the AP exam that we were due to take, and I was very frustrated and felt unprepared. She absolutely loathed me, since I had a little pink pass that allowed me to take my meds in class, or to go to the nurse as needed, and to have unlimited restroom breaks. She thought I was a disruption, and I would do my best to wait until she was done talking, unless I was in too much pain. But she would always roll her eyes and groan at me. One day, I just gotten in from a doctor's appointment and rushed into her class. I asked to go to the restroom and said I'd be right back, and she said no. Well, asking is just a formality. All of the teachers get emails about the disabled students and know about their accommodations. So I told her, "I need to go to the restroom, and I'm going." As I left, she groaned something about me always wasting class time and faking it. I picked up my stuff and took it with me. I went to the restroom and then went downstairs to my dean's office. I simply told him that they should let her know that she's required to let me leave the class for a reason. 
and I have medical paperwork to back that up. He apologized profusely and called the teacher. He told her that he was sending a substitute to her room and he wanted to speak with her. Then he called for a substitute teacher on his walkie-talkie. She arrived at his office looking very displeased to say the least. He sent me out of the room and I waited in the lobby for I think 20 minutes. Once she left, he had her stop at the desk to fill out some paperwork. He brought me back into the office to fill out paperwork too about what had happened. A few other students who heard what happened came in as witnesses, and after, she was gone for three weeks. To my knowledge, she was suspended because she opened them up to a potential lawsuit. Blatantly denying a disabled student their accommodations is against the law, and the school didn't tolerate it one bit. I will admit that I do feel bad, but I don't take any crap like this when it comes to my body and my diseases. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Guys, I was never a fan of having to ask permission to leave the classroom to use the bathroom. If you gotta go, you gotta go. I used to have a teacher in high school that would purposely not let kids go to the bathrooms when they asked. She'd always be like, Right after I finish what I'm saying, you don't want to miss this part. And then she'd ramble for like 10 to 15 minutes, and then you'd have to ask again. Some teachers really just want to torture kids. This story's titled, I Got Owned by My 7th Grade Music Teacher. As a teen, I was a bad kid in school that always lipped off to the teachers and had a huge chip on my shoulder. I wish I could go back and treat people differently, but I can't. In the 7th grade, I was really into skateboarding, smoking cigarettes, skipping class with my friends, etc. When I did go to class, I was disruptive at best. So my old music teacher had tried everything to get me to just shut up and leave her class alone. Meetings with parents, detentions, extra homework, she tried it all. Or so I thought. Every day in between classes, there would be announcements on the loudspeaker. What's for lunch? Sporting events coming up. Academic achievements. Whatever. On this day, the assistant principal was listing the 7th grade students of the month for different categories. Math, science, critical issues. And then the student of the month for music studies is... My name. I froze in the hallway. Surely I was just hearing things. Then my friends started finding me in the hallway and roasting me for being such a good boy, a teacher's pet, etc. I went to music class that day, and with the biggest grin on her face, she had the whole class stand up and give me a round of applause for being such a wonderful student in her class. I don't believe I've ever been more embarrassed in my life. 
Even at 12, I knew what she was doing, and that she had just completely owned me. This story is titled, Neighbor Won't Stay Off My Property, Gets Fenced Out. A little background, my current place is a fairly new build. It backs to some woods, and was empty for a bit, before we moved in. My neighbor has a corner lot, also backs to the woods, but is a bit odd-shaped since the woods are considered protected green space. Because of this situation, they had used maybe a third of my backyard when they did outdoor activities, such as volleyball, badminton, etc. None of this bothered me because their kids are really nice and respectful. Fast forward a couple of years, and I'm having the backyard renovated. Well, the neighbor apparently had an issue with this because he kept bothering the crew during construction, telling them what they could and couldn't do, saying they were too loud or doing things wrong and claiming that I had asked him to oversee the crew. Spoiler, I did not. Eventually the head contractor had enough and complains to me about the micromanagement. I go and talk to the neighbor, and he's acting like he's doing me a huge favor by keeping them in line, but agrees to back off. And he does. For about two days, I get a notification on my ring on a day the crew is off, and there was my neighbor on my patio, picking up, inspecting, and throwing down some pavers that had already been laid. I tell him to kindly get off my property, and he proceeds to flip me off and walk back into his place. So time for the petty revenge. When we first moved in, I had a whole house natural gas generator put in because power outages are common when thunderstorms roll through. The thing about those is, they're loud when they turn on, and since we're doing the renovation, I planned on putting a living fence in across from the generator to mute some of the noise that would travel to his place. Well, I talked to the head contractor, and we happily agreed to shift the trees from the generator down to the woods and essentially cut off his property from my property. Neighbor was not happy about that move and called the city surveyor to dispute the property line. But my contractor had made sure that we were fully on my property with about 8 inches to spare account for tree growth. The end result, the neighbor's pissed, but powerless and I have some nice trees to look at in the backyard, and there's nothing to stop the symphony of my generator when it kicks on every week to do a status check. Well, OP, it's time for you to get some cameras set up around that generator, because you never know. This one's titled, This is an oldie, but a goodie. Family Stuff Ahead, featuring my sister and her BFF. I was about 12 or 13, and was babysitting my sister and her friend, They were playing house, and they found some empty beer cans my parents had just finished before going out. They asked if they could play with them. I cleaned them out and let them have them. About two days later, my dad burst into the room, screaming at me for giving a six-year-old beer. Mind you, I was still asleep when he burst in, so I was completely confused. Later, he showed me the empty beer cans in my sister's room and asked why I let them drink. I tried to explain the situation, how they were empty, and I rinsed them out and put water in them. And he didn't believe me, because my sister was so adamant about getting me grounded. It was summertime. I had no phone, no going out, no allowance, but still had to do chores, no pool for two months. Mostly my whole summer, I was grounded. To say that I was ticked off is an understatement. So being older and wiser, I tricked her into a confession. I asked my mom to stand by the kitchen window, 
I asked my sister after a bunch of small talk, why did you lie to mom and dad about me giving you beer when it was water? Her reply was, so you'd get in trouble. My mom flew out of that kitchen with the wooden spoon and my sister got a spanking and grounding and I was repaid my allowance, plus some, and was allowed a pool party that weekend that I invited all the kids in the neighborhood to, including my sister's friends, and she had to watch from her room all day. Now as adults we laugh about it, but damn, kids can be straight up evil. Every mom has a go-to weapon of choice for punishment, and my mom's weapon of choice when we were little was anything within arm's reach. Guys, and that wraps up another episode of r slash Petty Revenge. If you guys missed the last episode of Petty Revenge, it's right here. And if you want to listen to something more exciting, such as Pro Revenge, check out this video, where OP's boss slams her leg into a door in a fit of rage, and she shuts down his company. I hope you guys got your revenge fix for the day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.